His name is Craven. He likes white ravens, and he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. And if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the worst, so it's probably the last. With unopposed to claim banter, it's banter behind the throne. Oh, my claps are so bad today. Hello, and welcome back to Banter Behind the Throne. This is episode 45. Uh, I'm Mr. Dav, Dave, your king of the castle for today. I'm joined by my master of the guard, Lol Craven. Say hello, Lol. Hello, everybody. Lovely. Um, and uh, we're also joined by Tom Peel, who is the man who does all the plumbing things around my castle, including but not limited to the boat, the toilets, and uh, generally just pouring lots of glasses of water for everybody. How are you, Peel? I'm all right, thank you, Dave. As you can see, I will have installed a new tap by next week. Fantastic. Only two weeks late. Uh, so today we are going to talk about a couple of upcoming tournaments, one in a month, one in lots of months, uh, and then we're going to go on to talk about um, the cycle as a whole, the one we've just had, the uh, um, Westeros cycle, I think, I don't know, uh, and then we're going to review our House Bolton Wanderers. Uh, after the first chapter pack was released and we were running out of content, um, we discussed what is the best character each cost, cost slot. So we're going to go back through them and say, are they still the best? Has anything surpassed them in this current meta or in general? Um, so that should be fun. Uh, but before we get through that, Craven, you have a couple of things to say. You, uh, you left us last week, but you, uh, you appeared elsewhere so that people could still get their Essex fix. Do you want to talk to us about that and then uh, reveal your special surprise for us, please? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I've I've done a little bit of a glazer recently. Um, I'm everywhere. I've I've gone on so many different formats um, over the last couple of days. Well, I say so many, uh, three over the weekend, but that's quite a lot. Um, I you can find me on the um, Masters League first game where I commented on the uh, Warsaw Wolfpack uh, versus Alex Kern game, and that was that was good fun. And then on Saturday, I uh, got invited onto the Second Sons, which was really, really good fun. Um, we talked about all sorts of things, really. And, uh, yeah, it was quite hard, in a way, doing it live. Because I'm so used to being able to say, oh, Dave, like, edit that bit out in a minute. Um, <laughs> and getting away with all sorts. So I had to really watch what I was saying. Um, and with, it was quite fun as well, having a live kind of... Um, audience, I suppose, to interact with as we went along. Um, but yeah, jolly good time. Uh, it went on for a few hours as well. It was, um, time really flew there. I had yeah, a couple of drinks, had some rum. And uh, yeah, it was excellent. So um, go and seek that out. You can find it on the Beyond the White Book YouTube channel. Um, and uh, yeah, the back catalogue is well worth watching as well because it's, I guess it's kind of like us in a way. It's very laid back. Um chilled out conversation so yeah if you like us you'll definitely like the second sons even without me being on it <laughs> good plug so uh what else uh what else have we uh, been up to this week would you like to to spoil we've, we've had a little present haven't we we from have actually gods, um from the gods yeah um it seems like it was only well what a week ago that we've actually had some spoilers but that was kind of a week late so and then um, we had the week before that it hasn't been as- <laughs> so yeah so i guess it is about time but it just feels so soon but we've got some spoilers from uh the i keep calling it lines of a rock but it's not called that is it mm. no it's um the What's lines it called? of pastely rock i think yeah well in any case we've got some spoilers to go through uh, we've got three cards to talk about from yeah. the deluxe so um we'll be doing that later on in the show yeah, it's really strange that they'll give out the cards from the box so early, but I guess they, you know, just ride on the coattails of the hype. You know, they've not spoiled that much so far. There was, you know, the FFG article. There was a Jamie Lannister in the uh, UK Games Expo, um, like fan of cards. You could see the, uh, you know, the Kingsguard 
Jamie Lannister, the Shadows one. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, they're reusing that art for the Jamie in the box. So uh, they, they've shown that as Ooh. well. But yeah, I, I'm surprised they started sending out the spoilers to the podcast so quickly. Um, but great, you know, mm. we're not going to complain. So, even if it will be eight months until we get the cards. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even you haven't seen these, have you? So it's going to be a surprise for you yet. and Peel. Yeah, well, no. maybe we have that Jamie Lannister. We'll see. Mm. Okay. Um so the we have some tournaments to talk about um the first of which we're not involved in very much um ryan ritter from the minnesota meta has asked us to prop the knight of the laughing tree tournament which was announced today uh he held it last year it's the day before worlds starts um and it starts at about 4 p.m and then runs through the evening uh last year it was just swiss um have you heard about this tournament, Craven? I haven't, but um, well, I did actually see a poster on Facebook earlier on, so it all becomes clear. But just Ryan Ritter from the Minnesota Meta sounds like the sort of thing a policeman <laughs> makes you say when he thinks you're pissed. <laughs> I'll bear that in mind from now on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure, okay. Um so he held it last year at very short notice. I think it was, you know, a month or so in advance. Just anyone who's about on the night before, um, come along down. Uh and it was a real bit a really big success. It was thirty six players. Um and of course this was, you know, before the first chapter pack was available. It was a core only meta, um, with five days of thrones to follow. Uh and it was really well received. Um I didn't get to play, I arrived about, you know, half an hour through the first round and i think i was kind of dead anyway so i didn't really want to play even if i could but um the prize support's really solid they're doing loads of alt art cards uh winter is coming alt art um calm over westeros alt art and they say there's a noble cause alt art i assume that is custom because if they're giving one of them out to every player that's uh quite a lot of game night kits they've opened um, but they've also made some uh, alternate art Dracaris cards for their local tournaments. So if you're ever last and you, you need the Sansa or the Edmure prize, um, they've remade some Dracarises, but with Dragon Fear, you know, that terrible, terrible first art, first ed art. Do you remember that? Oh, with the giant kind of green chicken. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. So there's versions of Dracaris with, uh, with that. And that's the Sansa prize. Um, and then there's also some uh, tokens and uh, wooden faction cards by one of the locals, um, which have appeared on the Facebook chat, uh, Facebook group before, and they're really nice. Um, and uh, a Knight of the Laughing Tree poster with uh, Lyanna Stark on it, which is pretty nice as well. Uh, and best of all, it is free! Yeah! Ooh. So um, if you're wow. going to Worlds, go along a day early, go here, support the local meta, um, they have organised it with FFG, so it definitely won't clash with anything. Worlds will start the next day, but you can go along that day and get your pass and your participation prizes and stuff, um, and then play in this tournament, and then uh, that'll set you up nicely for the the week of gaming to come, or however long Worlds is this time. Um, yeah, go along; it it will be good. Um, I hear they put on a great tournament. Not that I'd know. Uh, so, any further thoughts on that, or shall we uh, move on to the other tournament we're going to talk about? Well, I guess we better prop our one next, I guess, shouldn't we? Yeah. So, After that massively great intro. We've got a lot to live up to. Yeah. So, in essence, you can, you know, forget about Night of the Laughing Tree because Blackwater Bay's coming. And whilst the Night of the Laughing Tree looks lovely, we've got even better prizes. We've got house cards. We've got play mats. We've got um, alt art plots with our faces on them, uh, which the actual plot will be discussed later, but we've, we've commissioned some cast-specific art for the tournament, um, which will be available at events later in the year as well, but if you really want one, you need to come to Blackwater. Um, and then uh, Tagore will be putting on all sorts of other prizes, hopefully giving away all the swag he's won this year because he's such a charitable guy, and I'm sure that's what he said. Um, Blackwater Bay is the first weekend in July, I think. No, it's the 9th, isn't it? Um, it's the 9th of July. Be, yeah. It is. It's the 9th of July, so 
come along. It's in Darksphere near Waterloo in London. Um, on the Friday night, we'll go out for food. Last few years, it's been uh, an Indian in Brick Lane where we've literally we've been to the pub. We'll walk down Brick Lane. We'll talk to a guy in an Indian um, restaurant and say, have you got room for 30 and what's your best deal? And I think last time it was 15 quid for um, curry, rice, naan, side and two beers which was pretty damn good in the centre of London. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then there's lots of drinking. You'll get to see Wedge. Christ, that thunder's loud. Um, was that the, yeah, wow, was that, that what that was? I heard That's that from my mic. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. You know what that is, don't you? What? That's a swag god. He's saying, come to us. Come worship me it in is. the black water. Yeah, um, yeah. We've so, talked about too many promos, and now he's, he's been summoned. <laughs> so come and get some swag. It's drinking and eating on the Friday. A whole joust tournament on the Saturday. It's going to be glorious. Then it's more drinking on the Saturday. Yes, I fucking love <laughs> drinking. Don't know if you knew that. And then on the Sunday, we've got second edition melee and first edition draft and first edition legacy and nursing a hangover in the corner it's going to be wonderful so come along to blackwater it is in the top four tournaments of the year so make sure you're there jess i've got some exciting (laughs) developments about blackwater um i know previously when we discussed this you lambasted me for being a a girl who goes home too early Um, or i think you call me a little baby actually you you wouldn't say something so sexist Um, no i'm a gentleman so you wouldn't you wouldn't say that so anyway i've been moving my calendar around and i am now coming out on the friday and i will stay um yeah i'm staying on your floor by the way just so you know um But it seems wrong that you're going to go and try and bargain some sort of deal with an Indian restaurant, and I'm not going to be there. Because as we know, I have got previous for this. So this could be my time to shine. Yep, which uh, is pretty good. And the Paramore Invitational as well. I hope you've got that off work, Peel. I'm not work. Oh, yeah, I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in October, in Milton Keynes there will be a team event. So bring two of your mates, register a team. I think there'll be a limit of 32 teams, I want to say. And um, come along. It will be just like the Starlek team event, where uh, in Starlek they use the highest average seed to determine who is the you know the highest seed team. But it'll be randomly determined who's the high, the, who wins initiative, as it were. Um, and they will choose someone on their team to play against someone on the opposing team. Then the opposing team captain will choose... Uh, the remaining matchup out of the the last two decks, and then obviously the third one will be automatic. Um, and best two out of three will win the match, uh, and then it would just be Swiss pairings and a cut as normal, except uh, you're playing with your mates. So, touch wood, we'll get to go as a, as a threesome with our lovely mats. Uh, yeah, it looks like a really good event. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's run by the guys who run the Northampton meta. Um, and they put on all sorts of extra swag. Like I've got a really, really nice um, Greyjoy house card that they made specifically for a game night kit a couple of weeks ago. So like they're putting on all sorts of extra random old arts and things just for game night kits. So it's all it's going to be awesome when they've actually got like a, a national thing they're trying to sort out. So uh, yeah, and if you play the other games, they're also doing X-Wing on the Sunday and there's Conquest and Netrunner. If you like them, obviously we don't. Um, so yeah, come to that. That's going to be really good. Uh, I think that's it for tournaments. Oh, Manchester's two weeks from now. Yes, yeah, a lot of problems. <laughs> week Saturday. Yeah, yeah. When this cast goes up, what I'll do is I'll write down all the dates we've mentioned in the in like the body of the article on Card Game DB, so you can easily stick them into your diaries or whatever. So um, don't idea. panic if you're reaching for a pen or paper now. Just chill, relax, enjoy the show, and um, write them down when I post it later on this week. Yeah. And of course, uh, the 23rd of July is the Reading Regional. And that is all the major tournaments in the UK now for the rest of the year. So there we go. <laughs> all done. There we Sorted. go. Sorted. Okay. Um, Craven, do you want to take us into our next topic of conversation for the day? 
Yes, happily. Um, so, we are going to talk about the, the cycle itself. The cycle has come to an end now. Six packs are over. Um, the meta has gone up and down and back to front and come back around and all sorts has happened. Um, so, yeah, it's time to have a little bit of a chat about what we think about the state of the game, I guess. Um so I'll go to you first, Impeel, mate. What do you reckon? How, how do you think the, the the game looks at the moment? Is there anything that's jumped out at you? Anything you're particularly happy with, unhappy with, or or what? What do you think at this point? They're bringing back my favourites, and I'm happy about that. And it's getting bigger, better, more vibrant. I mean, Lannister are obviously a clear dominant powerhouse at the moment, and I have a feeling Starlight's going to be a lot of matches against uh, Lannister. Um, well, I wouldn't be too hasty on that one. That's my main concern. I just, just, just for I just, I don't mind the fact that one house is more powerful than the other. There's always been kind of one house that's, you know, semi better than the rest at various points in time. But I just don't want to have a whole day of playing against the same fucking deck, and it would just ah, oh, <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. I don't think you need to worry about that too much in terms of the specifics of what you just said because i think the meta is going to change a great deal between now and starlick and we we just don't know lanny may have dropped well off the top by then there's gonna be a lot of packs and a lot of cards come out so don't worry too much but there is a chance it could still be a very sort of a one house field it may just not be lanny there is of course the added yeah, bonus maybe that start. we should oh, i'm sorry um it sh- it should there should be another box by then. It should be the Lanny box. And whilst that will boost Lanny, uh, from what the you know, from the spoilers so far, they're they're the intrigue themes and the clansman ambush themes that they're pushing. Uh which is kind of away from the heavy aggro first snow kind of uh deck that we're seeing at the moment. Um so at least you know, there should be three viable Lanny decks by then. So even if you're playing against the same house all day and you keep seeing Tywin, like at least the stuff that's supporting him should be different enough to make each one interesting. We hope. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that, yeah. Um, so what do you reckon, Dave? Um, I think the game is in a pretty damn healthy place, broadly speaking. There's, uh, I mean, we spent half an episode talking about casino cards and the fact that we weren't massively happy with them. But other than that, I don't really have any complaints. Um, the release schedule, with the exception of the slight delay with the core set and the delay with the first chapter pack has been impeccable. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the white book this week, but uh, they had a guy from FFG on and uh, he said they are aiming for one a month, you know, until the end of time, there should be no major delays unless there is like shipping issues. Um, And they aren't, as we saw with the wolves box, they aren't holding back the Lanny stuff. So it's just gonna it's just gonna come when it's ready, which is great because that was a real concern of mine going into second edition. I didn't want some of the delays we've seen in first edition, or even worse, Star Wars or Conquest. Um, Meta-wise, I think it's reasonably healthy. I, obviously, I think Lannister is slightly more powerful than the other houses, but I don't think it's a big enough deal to matter. I would, I've just won a regional with um, uh, Martell, Banner of the Wolf. Um, so other houses are definitely playable uh, I don't think any house is unplayable at the moment Wham has just made the cut at uh, a 73 person uh, regional last weekend with a Tyrell deck uh, even though everyone's written them off um, and congratulations to Tagore by the way who managed to win that he topped the Swiss in Netrunner on the Friday uh, got knocked out in the top 32 or top 16 then topped the Swiss in Thrones the following day went on to win it these are both massive fields i think netrunner was almost 200 people or over 200 people like that's a staggering performance on Tagore's part we give him so much shit but fair play to him he is a very good player even if he is a twat yeah um and he is a true renaissance man yeah and props to evan as well who won netrunner and then went on to uh make top four at thrones so the two of them first edition players uh, have done a fantastic innings that weekend. So congratulations to them. Great work. Yep, I um, agree. Fantastic showing. Yeah. We uh, was listening to Tickle's result <laughs> come in live on the Second Sons, and we gave him a lot of shit too. But, um, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't take it away from him. He did 
so well. Yeah, it was pretty brilliant, really. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my take on the meta at the moment, I guess. Anything, everything's playable, I think, to a greater or lesser extent. I don't think there's anything completely un, unplayable at the moment. No no unplayable houses, um, yeah. which is great. I, I think Varys is a bit of a sad place at the moment. Um, even though he's really good if you can get him off, there's a bit too many counters, which makes me sad. But other than that, you know, bring back Valor. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we had a, a broadly similar discussion on Saturday. So um, I've had some time to kind of digest my arguments and the opinions of a few other people from that show since then, kind of in anticipation of answering the same question, give or take on this. Um, and one thing I didn't mention on Saturday, which I, it really came to me last night in like a, a moment of realisation. And this is going to be a bit controversial. I know some people aren't going to like what I'm about to say. Um, but one thing that I kind of feel is um, kind of impacting my enjoyment of the game. It's not even so much really about the cycle, but just in general is... Um, the the way in which deck lists are shared now. Um, if we go back to first edition times, it was very uncommon for decks to be shared en masse um, unless one of two things had happened. Or one of three things. An FAQ had just happened and the deck which was being shared was no longer really usable. Or a big tournament had just finished and all kind of a high placing people were releasing their decks now they'd finished with them. Or like a medium to large size tournament and someone had won it and it was released. Very rarely did you get these kind of this massive info dump of decks all over the place. Um, which definitely happens now. People win a, a games night kit and it's straight up on Thrones DB. Um, and I mean, if you look at the front page of Thrones DB, the, the decks on there are changing all the time. Um, now, in many ways, that's good. It's definitely good for new players. It's a good way to kind of test your own creations against like the, the general kind of groupthink of the meta at large and that sort of thing. But it does result, in my opinion at least, in these things where you go to a tournament and the majority of the field are, are using the deck of the moment. Whereas before, that probably wouldn't have happened. And it made the field seem a bit more diverse Whereas now it happens quite commonly, you know, like Lannister is everywhere. And then, you know, it kind of goes in ebbs and flows as the cycle as the progressed. Um, and the little part of me kind of misses the old way, you know, when a, a big deck was really successful, it became a bit almost mythical. You kind of wondered what was in it. Whereas now you find out what's in it within a couple of days. And I don't know, it's like a little bit of the magic has gone a bit. I mean, that could sound elitist, I don't know. But um, it is... I have thought about that, and it's kind of my reasoned opinion on 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 things as I see them. I see. Um, I I can agree with that to an extent. Uh, it was quite nice, you know. You'd hear, um, oh, Triggs won uh, Batala or top four Batala, whatever it was, with this character like Bloodthirst deck, which ran rivers and like four characters, and everyone was like, oh Christ! Like I'd love to see that list. Um, you know, will he post it? I can't remember if he did post it. I think he did. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, you hear these, yeah, you hear these decks, you hear about Greg's, um, Greg's, uh, Knights of the Hollow Hill out of Greyjoy running Rainus's Hill. And he took to Worlds. And you don't see the list yeah. straight away. Um, and I mean, these ones have been posted, but you hear about these decks all the time. And you didn't see them that often. And when you did, they're all on Agot cards. Um, and there weren't that many decks on there. So you could look at them. And the vast, vast majority of decks will be people posting them because they're really good and tested. Um, posting them because they're new and they want some advice, which is great as well, but it's very clearly marked as such. Uh, and then the third category of decks you also saw was Scantrail posting them um, as like a generic version of this agenda. So Scantrail would say, okay, yeah. you know, I want to build... Um, Lannister House of Dreams tunnels, and I think he still does it, but to a lot, a, a lot smaller extent. Um, and he would build a tunnels deck, and it'll be his take on it. And generally speaking, they're pretty solid to you know 
if I wanted to see what might be in a tunnels deck, I'd have a look at that, and it'll probably make some card choices I wouldn't agree with. But it's a good building point, and so they were kind of like you know generic builds you could go. And if I wanted to play something weird on Octagon, I'd go on Agot cards, and if I couldn't find you know like a winning version of it, I'd grab Scantrails, and they'd always be fine. Like. Uh, and he did a really valuable service yeah. uh, doing that, and I really thank him for it, even if the whole feed was just him posting decks. Uh, but yeah, that's, so it's kind of strange just seeing you know every man and his dog posting winning deck lists from here, there, and everywhere with you know potentially minimal variants. And um, posting your deck list used to be quite a big thing. Like he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll post it if people want to see it. Um, whereas now it's just a, a matter of course, which is is great, and it's a shame for different reasons, but. It's just, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, my, my final point. thing as well, my final thing is um, I'm kind of gutted with how Greyjoy has developed as the cycle's gone on. Um, I've definitely lost my passion for, for Greyjoy, um, which is a shame because I was pretty much kind of a one-man band when it, towards the end of uh, first edition and for, for a couple of years, really. It was just Greyjoy for me and to kind of, look at them now and go, actually, I think they're a bit shit. It's left me feeling a bit lost and a little bit, um, I don't know what to do with myself because I've never been able to flick between decks willy-nilly. I mean, that's something I admire and I'm deeply jealous of with you, Dave, is that you can pick up a deck uh, a couple of days before a tournament and be absolutely fine with it. Whereas I can't do that. I need to have one deck which I know inside out and I play a lot and then I tend to do well with it. It's just kind of my style and at the moment I do feel a bit lost in second ed because I haven't got that. But that's a personal thing. It's got nothing really to do with um, the cards, apart from the bit about Greyjoy being shit, which is entirely to do with the shit cards. And they're not getting <laughs> any better. The spoilers we saw this week are fucking useless. Um, I know Whammo absolutely loves Captain's Daughter, um, and generally I will fall in line and agree with Whammo because he's better than me, but um, no, Captain's Daughter is a is a steaming pile of shit. Um, and I, I can't... Oh, it's horrible. I don't want to discuss Captain's Daughter in too much detail because uh, if you want that, go on um, Beyond the Wall and go on their comments because they've they've discussed it. Um, I'm leaning more with Whammer, but certainly tempered in my praise compared to him. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I agree with your your comments on the Second Sons, which we can plagiarise a bit because uh, you were there. Saying that Greyjoy is I'm almost a one-trick pony. Yeah. Um, a one-trick yeah, pony, you mentioned. Yeah. It's unopposed or bust. And that is an issue with them. Especially with Martell being what it is. Taking the key icons, um, sending claim back, and tearsing everything in sight. Uh, Greyjoy is in a, in a pretty bad place at the moment. Now, the new spoilers... The new Balon is different. He's not unopposed based. He's just a more general aggro version. Maybe this cycle they'll get a bit more two, uh, three-dimensional. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's as good, but he's yeah. different. Yeah. I agree. I don't think he is as good, generally speaking. But he does open up a new angle. Um, and hopefully it's a new angle which has got a bit more depth in getting to its win condition, because as yeah. it currently stands, yeah, they are very easy to disrupt and very poor. Yeah, and if you want to look at Balon, go to uh, the White Book this week, because they've had Greyjoy spoilers, and so have Beyond the Wall. So go and listen to our rivals and listen to their spoilers if you want them, uh, and then later on you can have our spoilers. Uh, yeah. Yes. Do you have anything? Okay, anything else to add, Peel? I must admit, when Craven was mentioning mentioning the whole um, Greyjoy being shit, uh, <laughs> um, I must admit I am starting to kind of look at it his way because I again used to be all out Greyjoy. Now, to be honest, I think I may I'll just switch to Tyrell. Um, I just gone with them. I'm preferring mm. what they're doing. It's something <laughs> different, and you know, there's there's other reasons, but mostly you know Tyrell. I mean. At one point, I was even tempted to play Stark. <laughs> mostly, mostly much more. <laughs> at one point, I'm going to be honest, Dave. I was tempted to play Stark. Um, that went out the window quite quick. I got bored of that. But you know, don't worry. Um, for how you know, we we take the piss out of Stark a lot on this cast because you know they're they're the boring house. Um, but like, I just won a regional with a Banner Wolf deck, and I took a Banner Wolf deck to Dockside. Mm-hmm. 
And I've been thinking about banner wolf decks for Manchester. Like, I really like wolf as a banner. Um, Fast Eddie's just so fucking fun. Uh, Even if I find Starks, like, thematically boring and um, I find a lot of their mechanics boring. Like, they've got some good, solid, efficient banner cards. And I can't knock them for that. Mm. So, you know, maybe you should give them a try. Just banner rose. Knights, ladies, or much and more. Tyrell, Banner Wolf. That's that's the way, Dave. That works you know as well. It. Either way, someone will decide my deck for yeah. me when I lose well. at nationals. <laughs> <laughs> this is very. I true. mean, unless I pull something amazing out of the bag, which would strictly be. I mean, this is the year of the underdog, so I mean, maybe the underdogs will take it this year. Maybe I'll go on a massive mad one. But if I lose two games, I automatically get drunk. <laughs> That's the deal. I hope so. Yeah, you're, you're probably out of the cut with two losses if they're early. So, yeah. That's probably reasonable. Okay. Um, do you want to talk to us about uh, House Bolton Wanderers then, Craven? Yeah, sure. Um, so, for anyone who doesn't know... Um, Dave obviously mentioned it at the top of the show, but we put together a, a dream team. Um, this team is based around uh, five-a-side football or uh, five-a-side soccer for American people or people like me who call football something different now. Um, so in five-a-side football, you have your five players who are on the field. They kick it about a, a leisure centre on a Wednesday night and then go down the pub. So we built our little team based around that. Um, we have two substitutes. And that covers the cost curve from one to seven. The point is, you've got to be the best character at that cost point to make it in the team. Um, our previous team looked a little bit something like this. Uh, in goal, we had the steward at the wall representing the one cost card. Um, in defense, we had our two cost card, which was a three way split, but in the end was won out by Brand Stark, narrowly edging out Edric Dane and uh, Sir Jorah Mormont. Um, also in defence at the free cost slot, we had a freeway tie again uh, between Aaron Damphair, <coughs> that was Peel's idea, um, <laughs> Calliot and uh, the Hound. Um, we went for the Hound with that one, I believe. Uh, then our midfield general was Cat Stark from the core set at four cost, um, and she was feeding the ball forward um, to Tyrion at the cost five slot. I mean, our two strikers. Uh, were Varys at six and number seven Tywin Lannister captain of the team so that was our uh, dream team captain of the team yeah exactly um, so there we go I've just realised I gave them all a job on the field despite there being seven of them so I've uh, fucked that right up but never mind <laughs> you know what we're getting let's just abandon the football kind of uh, metaphors now we're picking our favourite characters at the cost slots so um let's go in at the bottom then guys steward at the wall um if i recall correctly he got in there purely because the night's watch don't have any other economy reducer and he also brings an intrigue icon into the night's watch which is bloody handy giving him that extra versatility over the other one drop reducers uh has that changed and if so why what do you reckon dave Who did you want to talk? Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, you. oh okay, me. Um, okay. You also uh, spoke about um, Viserys at the time, who I'd completely forgotten about. Uh, but we decided that the, uh, the the reducer guy was a bit more useful. You know, you run him three times. Uh, I think the only other one we've had now is Rickon. And I don't think Rickon's as good. And I still think the steward is uh, more useful in Night's Watch than Viserys is in... Um, in Targ, so I would say the steward edges it out. He's also non-loyal, so he's great. Okay, Peel, um, have you got any alternatives for the one-cost slot, or does a steward stay in the team for <laughs> the new season? I have to stay in the team for the new season. I'm looking on Card Game DV at the moment for someone who actually costs one. Uh, I was going to suggest the White Raven, but he's a two, so that's a waste of time. Uh, he he hasn't got his work visa yet, so he can't play. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's not come up through the youth squads as a card from the second cycle. Yeah. 
So, you know, in six months from now... Well, I... I think you've both overlooked a um, a new signing um, in the in the player pool. Um, he definitely needs talking about, even if he isn't going to make it in the team. And that is everyone's favourite sellsword. Oh yeah, of course. He's I reckon Bron's got a shout here, guys. Bron only cost one. Well, he only cost one initially, yeah, but I think that counts as yeah. He will no, cost you one. more. I think that has to be it. I mean, oh yeah. I think Bron is Ron better than be this it, guy. Just a little bit. Okay. So I put it to you: Are we going to bench the steward at the wall and put Bron in at the one cost? Well, the thing about Bron is that I've found him very, very niche. Having played with him, he's brilliant when you're okay. shitting golden their skin. <laughs> Or your opponent's bad and forgets <laughs> about him. Um, and it also works vice versa, where I'm bad and I forget about him, and then he's really good. Um, but he's great for setup. He's great uh, because you can play him when you go second, make sure you keep him, and then just march him. And if you do lose him, you can first know him back to your hand. Like, you know, there's utility, so he's not always like lost to you. But. That continued investment is is risky for such a big character. Okay. Um, now, is he is he more useful than a steward of the wall? He does more, but he's not as solid. Yep. Like the steward is such an important foundation to those Night's Watch decks. I mean, all the reducers are, but the steward more yeah. so in Night's Watch. Um, if you guys, you know, it's a, it's a two to one vote. If you want Bron, I'm happy to have him. A- he is he is good. Um, but personally, I I would I like the steward. I like Tiziano with his white what raven. A- yeah, it has got a white raven in it, which does count for an awful lot. Yeah. What about Viserys again? Can we throw him back into the mix? Have a little. Well, that's a good point, Peel, because also we've got a massive game swing and attachment floating around these days, which, you know, yeah. it could be bloody good to have Viserys around cost, to get rid of that. Strength. Mm, I guess the Martel attachment. There's a, a few a lord amount. boosts out there, isn't there? You can boost a couple of lords. Get them out for free with some plots. Bit of a waste of a plot, but... <laughs> if you waste yeah. your noble cause on Viserys. Yeah. Well, if, if you've got one plot left and you've got him sat in your hand and you've only got two cards and the other one's a mercenary. You can get him out for free. You know, that's one god, Dave. That's that's that yeah. could save your ass. Not to be sniffed at. Yeah, not to be sniffed at. Him, but then you can play Bron. Still a full <laughs> exactly. gold on a noble coaster. And I think that's what we need to remember. <laughs> you know, okay. I think Peel's brought him up at the right time. He's he swung me. I reckon Viserys actually deserves this spot. He um he also uh, is going to be pretty cool in Targ when you get a funeral pyre trigger off of him. That's a lot of value. It is. It is. Okay. I can I can see Viserys. I think I would rather have Viserys than Bronn in a lot of cases. Uh, so I'm happy with that. Okay. So that's it then. Viserys is, is, our, is our first new signing of the season. Yep. Steward of the Walls off to play in America. You know, he's had a good career, but he's moving on to like LA Galaxy, the big money yeah. move. Um, to join his heroes. Yeah. Oh, is it China? Okay. Well, yeah. you know, if you if you're young enough, it's Spain. <laughs> you're young enough, yeah. enough, it's Spain. But the steward of the wall is not young enough. He's old. Well, I'm Lots also looking at the um, text that we wrote that we wrote last time we did this. And did you know we did this in oh. episode 27? 27. That was a long That's... time ago. 18 mm. episodes ago. Many yeah. moons. Many moons ago. I knew ago. it was a uh, yeah, beginning okay, of then. this so, uh, you know, season. Go on. Yep. So, number, uh, cost two. Cost two. Um, I'll be honest, I think there's going to have to be a lot of work done here to bump Bran Stark out. He's a bit good, isn't he? He's, he's a lord, so you can play him for free with noble cause. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers yeah. for that, Bill. No worries, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's going to go on and on, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got 
I've got no one that I can I can think of at all who is better um, than Brown at cost two. I'm clicking through what have we had since the first pack. Uh, not as good, not as good. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out what pack we're actually up to at the moment and what's legal and what's currently still waiting on a visa. Because I mean, everything on card, on everything on card DB. game DB should be legal. <laughs> it's all six packs and the box. Yeah, it should be all six. So packs I'm going to go with uh, Viserys Targaryen again. If you could play a tournament, <laughs> what? There's a two cost Viserys Targaryen. <laughs> yes, there is. No, that's Viserion. No, it's, it's Viserion. It's literally Viserion. Viserion. Peel, are you? Uh, did you listen to anything Dave said about not going on Thrones DB? Well, there shouldn't okay. be. Okay, just a... ignore that Viserys. Then. Oh, it's, it's the King, King World, isn't yeah. it? It's the King Viserys. From yeah. the new chapter pack, yeah. No, oh. yeah, he's not out yet. Okay, so if you look at cards mm-hmm. at the top, right, uh, it's got Corset, then it's got Six, and then it's got Wolves of the North. So have to do everything Anything below, below Wolves of the North, you can't have. No, everything above yes. and including Wolves of the North. Um, there should probably be a rule which prohibits us from having the same character twice as well. That would be silly. We can't have two. Oh, well, no, he can retain his spot. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, I, I like, see. At two different positions, like we should follow the unique rules. Oh, which yeah, definitely. Yeah, be an issue at that. the moment. Could be an issue when Tyrion gets printed later. Probably won't. It could be. Though, yes, could be an issue once we've actually played with him. Yeah. So I'm looking through the two costs. We've got Hodor, uh, but he's not as good as Bran. And he's better with Bran. Definitely not. Uh, yeah. The new Sansa's very good. Um, but again, not as good as Bran. Nah. Uh, and you know what? Like, yeah. I think I think that's it. it like, most of the rest... He's just, got a bit so not fine. Ball, he? Yeah, it's, it's Bran. He's brilliant. Oh, I like the Fools. I think Bran. all the Fools are great, but they're just not as good as Bran. Bran is a walk-in hands judgment, ironically. He's one of the main reasons to ban a Stark. Like, you don't have to run Han's Judgment. You can run Bran instead. No, you don't. And he's useless. He's yeah. only useless on first note. He's got a dupe, but yeah, he's, he's brilliant. Okay, cool. Shall we move to number three then? Cost free. Um, I believe the Hound took this one. Um, yes, he did. Checking the, check, checking the stats on our page. The Hound took this. So, can anyone bump the hound out of that spot at cost three? So, having played with um, Banner Wolf decks that play First Snow, Arya is amazing. She's even better than she used to be because she survives First Snow. Yeah. And also, she's really, really funny with Ariane. Like, you can put her into play on a First Snow turn and she gets her dupe and then can attack with the stealthy military. But... She's not as good as the Hound, so <laughs> yeah, true. So yeah, like she, she's you know, I'd I'd consider her, and if she drops in price in the future, you know, I'll definitely sign her then. Um, when Rail Winterfell, you know, drop the price, but at the moment, I think the House Bolton Ronderers yeah. would rather retain the Hound in that slot. Uh, unless there's yep, there's I don't enough think there's which. No, I, I I kind of agree with you. Um, I reckon he got a little bit troubled. I reckon there was some transfer talk when the priest of a drowned god went out of contract. But um, that is a very niche interaction, um, and it's not enough to push the hound out. I reckon he's got this one sewn up as well. Not with first snow everywhere. The the general mm, three exactly. costers aren't. If you, unless you're running them in multiples to dupe them, they aren't are good enough compared to the hound with first snow everywhere. Um, Arya's fine. Yeah, I mean, we herself. got absolutely, yeah. we got absolutely smashed when we did this the first time because we didn't mention Marjorie. Um, but for what, <laughs> everything you just said, Dave, um, I, I don't think Marjorie is even close to pushing the hound out here because of the first snow issue. Yeah. And even and more so Ellen Ward. Well. Yeah, and Ellen. Yeah. Or, like, Ward, you just don't care about if you've got the hound. He's barely on the table if you're playing against Illin. So, yeah. With that, yeah, exactly. three-cost hate okay. is the hound. 
Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, number four, then. Again, this could be a pretty tough one to budge. Um, Kat Stark from the corset. Um, she, there was no debate amongst her position amongst us. Uh, she went straight in. Um, a tough one to move, I think, this one. So, like, she's only got better uh, generally because of the rise of Martel. The fact that you can use her, to st- her and Winterfell to stop all their intrigue shenanigans um, in a house that's light on intrigue means she's super useful. But she can be warded. Um, as Wedge found out twice to his chagrin at uh, our multiple matches at Stoke. Um, but I'm not sure any of the forecast armies are better. So basically everyone can be warded. Okay. I like, um, I really, really like um, Knights of the Sun. Them, Knights of the Sun they, are fantastic. Uh, they get better as you go. Slow builders. Um, I was going to go for the... Um, the unsullied but then I realised their strength is just that little bit too low mm. I quite like Jory okay, so as we're well. a bit undecided I like Jory but he's not as good as Cat yes no no if he's good, anyone's repping the house Stark in this it's going to be Jory, uh, Jory sorry um, I, I like I said I like the Knights of the Sun I do um but I don't think that immunity from Ward should bump them over Cat due to her susceptibility to it. I think you're probably right. Um, again, in a house that, like, as a rule, Stark isn't liking First Snow mm-hmm. that much, um, which makes Cat really clutch for that. Um, mm. And, of course, Martel's a house that uses First Snow. And the the Knights of the Sun are really good for that. Um, but yeah, I I think Cat is better. Nine times out of ten, I'd rather have Cat than Knights of the Sun. So, I would I would say she keeps her spot. Uh, I'm voting extra, to keep her in as well. And as an extra consideration, her seven cost is not going to be winning the seven cost one, even though she is very good. So that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Cool. I'm happy with that. Okay. Um, uh, how uh, slot number five, and I, I can already predict this one's not moving anywhere, and probably won't for a long time. It's um, as I stated here, not just the best five cost character, but the best character in the game. Said me during episode <laughs> twenty-seven, and I stand by it. <laughs> I wish there was... Okay, and who is it? It's Tyrion Lannister. Oh, yeah, Tyrion. I quite like... There's a a couple. um, Okay. Again, you've got a couple of kind of um, almost armies. I mean, the City Watch, I think, are a decent card for five, uh, especially as you can lower that if you're up in the lead and they've got ambush tech. Green John's Vanguard are fantastic to come out the gates attacking if you want to have a quick game. Uh, the red wines are also decent, but you can't take it away from him. You just, you know, I'm looking at the house floor at night and I'm like, well, he's good, but not as good as him. And every single one you'll look at, but they're all decent cards at five. Well, I say all, uh, most of them are decent cards, but no one is as good as <laughs> Tyrion. And it's really bloody annoying. Especially. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you look at them and you're just like, he's right. Just super. Oh. Ariane's only got better. The Knight of Flowers is yeah. brilliant. Um, who else have we got? The Reader's good. We've got, oh, five cost is just full I'm of in. so many bombs. Jon Snow, yeah. the new Jon Snow is amazing. Um, yeah. But Tyrion's better than all of them. The only one I think that comes close is Nymeria. Yes. Nymeria yes, is She's amazing. But I think Tyrion yeah. edges it. Yeah, Tyrion enables so much stuff, whereas Nymeria um, d- simply doesn't. Well, she, you know, she hasn't got that versatility which Tyrion's got. She denies yeah. things yeah. on small boards, and she enables Tears and Tyene. But uh, especially the fact that Tyrion has stealth as well. Yes, and you know, with economy in the pr- as a premium at the moment, um, I, th- I think Tyrion is you know, he's still better than Nymeria, although it pains me to say it. 
Yeah, okay. So he's staying put as well. Oh, we, now, we really Harman put Ulla together quite a, a powerful team. When Harmon Uller is out, we might yes, have a... Uh, might. That might change. Probably me. Um, yeah, okay. Dimeria's cost for ambush. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so the next one uh, I think will change. Yeah, no. Uh, and that's Varys. Got what? Why? Well, I think um, there... You mentioned briefly earlier on that there's um, there's ways to disrupt him now, um, probably more than there was beforehand. Um, and I think that Stark have had a big influx of very, very key six-cost characters, Fast Eddie being one of them, um, who just bring more to a table than Varys does. Um, so, I yeah, that's my take on it. I personally rather have the Blackfish or Fast Eddie um, than Varys at the moment. You, you'd rather have Blackfish like or Blackfish Fast, Eddie. Fast Eddie? Blackfish is obviously you a classic. You know, you, you, he's always going to be good. I mean, mm. but I mean, um, the draw is well with the Blackfish. You've got Eddie who gets an extra, you know, gives another character a renown as well, basically. Um, it's just useful. All the ways. The thing is, I don't even think it's Eddie's response that makes him good. It's his pure... It's his stat line. Six for six, Bicon yeah. with Renown. That is just such a I, solid not, body. And he just wins power challenges yeah. for you. Like, he just wins challenges on his Reducible own. Reducible as well. He is an amazing blocker in my in my Martel Wolf deck. It's just... It's like, oh, you want to power challenge me? Well, you can't because I have Eddie. And he's just going to win. And when win. he wins... And then yeah, when it is time to close, well. you, you just chuck other people as well. Well, only if you overcommit, that's the thing. With Martell, it's very difficult because you don't have a very large board. So I very rarely yeah. trigger the response, which is why I don't care. It's just the fact that he is blocking the power challenges. I'm not losing power. I'm gaining power on defense, like every turn. Because other, or they overcommit on the power challenge, they get it unopposed, mm. and then I just smack them back in the face. Like, yeah. Um, if you can get Varus off at the moment, <laughs> phrasing, he is spectacular. Like, People aren't really playing round him at the moment. Um, you see a lot of very variable boards all the time. Uh, but the Lannister's so good, they've got treachery, as put to the sword. There is, most importantly, a lot of Martell running Nymeria, which makes Varys incredibly um, vulnerable to Tears of Lease. Uh, which makes me incredibly sad. Go on, Craven. If we get started again, then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Varys, easier to remove, especially with Martel in the meta, but still an absolute bomb, whereas Eddard, still pretty easy to remove with Martel. Um, but, you know, sa- uh, his wife and Winterfell, his, his wife and his castle can uh, help him out with that a bit. I'm, I'm yeah. happy that at this point in the meta, I think Eddard is more useful than Varys. It's hard to say better. I love Varys, but I haven't been playing him recently. And I no, have been playing Eddard. As have I. Um, obviously, we both love Eddard uh, in various ways. Um, Varys is a panic button, no doubt about it, and he's a bloody good panic button. But Eddard is a reason that you reach for a panic button. Um, and for that reason... I want to sign him to the team. Come on. See, this is a shame, really. Like, if we were going to keep some subs on the bench, Varys is one of those. It's like, oh, he's, he's a tough drop. But I think what we need to do is just send um, Varys off on loan for a little bit uh, while we're trying some yeah. new strategies out. You know, send him down to, like, the lower leagues. Send him off to, like, um, as have Norwich just been demoted? Yes. They have, haven't they? Yeah. Send him off to the Eerie. Uh, where where Eddie learned his skills, so uh, then um, he can come back next season potentially uh, and uh, bring home some goals for us. Because whilst he was very strong at the beginning of this, he has uh, he's had a bad second half of the season. Bless him. He's got after on the his, drugs, uh, hasn't he? After winning the World Cup, no less, at the end of last year, he's, uh, yeah. he's fallen from favour. <laughs> yeah. bad agents, bad decisions. Oh, very good. Okay, then. So this brings us down to number seven. Um, and this is... Oh, it sounds so boring, but... 
he's not going to move. I, re- I mean, there's been some stiff competition there at seven cost slot. There really has, but nothing as versatile or as omnipresent as Tywin Lannister. And um, yeah, he's Isn't staying in my opinion. Su- isn't that super thematic though? Like Christ, he's everywhere. He's brilliant. He's a madman. He's even better than the fucking king. Yeah, and that's yeah, pretty yeah. fucking thematic. Like you don't get much better than that. Uh, on the other hand, Miri is also really good, and that is not thematic at all. Like yeah, she's no. some blood magic. No, how the fuck is she seven cost? Um, I would. I, have I would no have idea. Much- she, it shouldn't be Miri. It should be someone else with that effect. It, like Pyat Pri, release the second cycle. Give that back to Pyat Pri. Miri should be a low-cost character with some sort of um, effect. Hell, you know, if she was Tyene, I could deal with that. She had Tyene's effect, but yeah. She's just, yeah, it she's doesn't just make so much good. sense. You know, she doesn't deserve that status. Pyat Pri kind of would be a push, but it kind of makes a bit more sense. Um, yeah, I don't like her her ability because, it, yeah, it doesn't make much thematic sense, but she's bloody, obviously, bloody fantastic, but she's no Tywin. She's no Tywin. Nope, nope. And, I mean, we discussed Bob and um, uh, who else? Da- Danny at length uh, initially, but neither of them were good enough to make the team. Tywin, Tywin won out. He's still no, got it. So- the mountain's not as good. Miri's not as good. Cat's uh, not as good, and I'm afraid Dagmar isn't as good either. So Dagmar is about as much use as tits on a snake. He he deserves to go in the fucking bin. <laughs> well, I'm I'm so angry they printed uh... that shit. <laughs> Did you think it was a myth when we first saw the spoiler? Was it? Were they taking the piss? I just hope they don't fuck Victoria enough as much as they fuck this guy up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be very upset. Yeah, well, hopefully he's good. Um, yeah, well, that's our team then. So do you want to run down the list from the top? Oh. Our new team going into our second season. Oh, sorry, Peel. Do you have any comments on Seven Costas? Hang on two seconds there, boys. Now, I know obviously Who's our previous team only went up to seven. But we've now got costs higher than seven. Oh, we're not spending over the salary cap for that bloody army. <laughs> you know you want to. You know you want to go over that salary cap. Look at them. Look at them there. They Do we the need a third, a third substitute for the purposes of hitting all the cost slots? Well, there's only one person that I... But each, yeah, he, and I don't want him. <laughs> no, that's a bloody default thing. Let me just right. remind myself what they do, because I've never looked at them beyond putting them in the fi- fucking binder. Oh, look, no <laughs> attachments. That's handy. Um, ask you Did in you a military in which they participate with over power. So, yeah. Um, I think we can leave cost eight for now. Yeah. Yeah. For some time. Are you sure? Because, I mean, it's there. So you're aware. Okay, but um, no, no, I think we're okay. (laughs) What about? Rather feed the birds. (laughs) (laughs) I would also rather feed the birds. Such a thing. So then, (laughs) our little infographic, you're sitting there, you're having a beer on the sofa, and up it comes, you know, you've got got Chris Kamara talking about it. In in cost one slot is Viserys Targaryen. Uh, retaining her spot in cost number two is Arya Stark. Uh, coming in no, at slot number three, also. Oh, sorry, Bran Stark. Yeah, sorry, my mistake. Bran Stark keeping his slot at number two. Uh, the Hound remains in place at cost number three. Um, we've also got a non-mover at slot number four. We um, we haven't done a lot of moving here, have we? No, so that's Cat and Stark retaining to. a spot. Mm. Number five um, is never going to go anywhere, um, really, barring some enormous errata or FAQ, and that's Tyrion. That's slot number five. Uh, we've got a mover at number six, bringing in Eddard Stark, uh, making this a very Stark-heavy squad, actually. Um, this is and true. Then, <laughs> and then Tywin. Tywin, um, captain of a team, 
unchallenged and again will likely be in that spot for some time yeah there we go that's for squad everybody that's for house bottom wanderers uh, going into the next season um sound off in the comments there will be a new uh, well not a new the same album will be updated to reflect this squad um you can sound off and tell us how wrong we are um if you so wish and that's that um which leaves us with one more thing to talk about isn't it guys and that's um that's for spoilers from oh, the yeah. lannister box i've been looking forward to this yeah all what week well since saturday well yes indeed well because the thing is there isn't actually any spoilers um we made that up because this week we became aware that uh, there's certain people out there who take an awful lot of time skipping for our episode just to find mention of a spoilers so they don't have to listen to us and they can go and ruin them for everyone else well um hopefully then uh you spent a great deal of time searching through this episode for spoilers that don't exist so uh yes you're welcome um haha <laughs> what it's a nice little you're, <laughs> you're welcome now go fuck yourself yeah there we go sorry everybody um we're obviously if you've listened this far as a loyal listener um you may be disappointed that there isn't spoilers but hopefully you'll be amused at our little prank so um that should cover cover the disappointment you are no doubt feeling um and rest assured the moment we do get spoilers we will talk about them and then uh, mail them out mail them out to all the first edition players so we keep our elitist friends well looked after yes and uh, how are you enjoying your new uh, aston martin with all our lovely uh, advertising revenue that we've got over the last couple of weeks craven um, well, you know what? I um, I just crashed it. I was so bored of it. I just rammed it into a lamppost because I figured I'll get another one. Yeah, fair enough. Just a couple yeah. of weeks until we get those yeah. uh, second chapter back spoilers, you know? What's a couple of yeah, weeks? Exactly. Big money. Yeah, you've yeah, got to use exactly the reserve enough. Jaguar. You know, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there we go. Right, cool. So um, anything else, chaps? No. 